Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are, welcome to Two Men with a Mic. What's the title of this episode? Don't go see Spider-Man. It's kind of (laughs) lame. So the movie we're going to review in this episode. Spider-Man No Way Home. Elementary, our first loves, right? Because Spider-Man had to sacrifice. In fact, that was the the key point with all the Spider-Mans, right? They had all said, you know, they all had to give up their MJs to be superheroes, which yeah is the way it's supposed to be right that's what defines you as a superhero yeah i mean if you don't have to sacrifice anything it's not really making you a superhero especially for spider-man uh we're gonna take everybody back and i did not go to elementary school together so you know i don't know mike's full stories on all of his elementary school sweethearts and and so on um I know that he attended quite a few elementary schools because he got kicked out of a couple. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, and then the same for me. All right. So our song for this episode is going to be. It is going to be Somebody to Love by Queen. So check that out on our Instagram account. That's the number two men with a mic. Back in the day, your family was kind of like the Partridge family, and you used to perform at Christian centers. Oh, yeah, but that was way back. You know, the only thing I remember out of that is that one time I wanted to introduce the family. So my dad was like, sure. And, um, you know, so I I remember being on stage and I had the microphone and I froze. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we, uh, we, we were like that we were you know a christian partridge family for a while who who is the, your very first love okay so um i mean that i can remember i did have one and i don't remember her name but i mean that's actually an issue with me <laughs> remembering remembering people's names um me too so but uh it was probably in um first or second grade and um all i remember about her was that that was this this was when you know roller skating you know mid 70s and you know roller skating was big right and um so we used to go to a a roller rink all the time called roller city (laughs) and and um, I know that there was a girl there that that I was sweet on. And when I say we went all the time, like we went every day and like we would roller skate on our roller skates there and then go in there and go roller skating all day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of deal. And I can't remember her name, but all I remember is I wanted to like write her a love note. but but i don't think i ever gave it to her because i didn't know how to write you know i I couldn't write or spell you should have communicated it telepathically dude i know you're really good at that yeah so um you know that was probably my first big crush and everything and i remember i think i wrote her the note and stuff but i don't think i ever gave it to her because it you know probably wouldn't have made any sense whatsoever because I, I didn't know how to spell or, or anything like that. 
but my uh next crush that um was in sixth grade up in in where we had talked about in Wrightwood mm-hmm. and um so this one I do remember and um her name was Michelle and her uh parents ran the uh Christian camp up there I, I don't know if it's still there or not I haven't been up to Wrightwood in about five years um but um there was a, a like a you know a Christian camp up there Mm-hmm. And her parents ran that. And uh, I remember, all, I mean, we were like official, officially going out, you know, in school, like we would because it was a mountain community and stuff. Um, you know, we would place, you know, you play sports and PE and stuff like that. Right. Or in, um, you know, whenever, whatever they do in sixth grade. And, you know, <laughs> so, you know, I'd always pick her on my team and and you know we hung out all the time at school and 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 that sort of thing and um you know so i was i was like really in love with her mm-hmm. you know i mean for <laughs> whatever you can be as a sixth grader right mm-hmm. and um so like you know i mean for a boy in sixth grade right so we we'd go into the gym and play uh what they call street hockey was basically we had pucks and, but we wore tennis shoes cause it was inside cause it would be snow and raining outside. So, you know, we would have a plastic puck and stuff like that. And I remember that, you know, I'd always pick her on my team. She, she'd always be like my first pick and stuff like that, you know, and, and that sort of thing. And, and, um, show in her favoritism. Man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, uh so I don't know how long we went out or any of that, but what, and I think this actually like shaped me for, uh, my relationships, uh, for a long time to come. So, um, what happened was we, I, I like walked her home, you know, to that camp. Right. Uh-huh. So like she sat me down on one of the benches or whatever you know, cause it was like a camp. Right. So they had, you know, picnic benches and stuff. And, and basically she broke up with, me. I think it was cause I wouldn't kiss her, but anyway, she, yeah. How can you wouldn't kiss her. I, I was probably just shy. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know how or whatever. Um, and so anyways, and I sat there on the thing and just started crying. Like, like, straight out of a movie drama crying uh yeah and and i don't know how long because you wouldn't kiss her i think so i mean i don't (laughs) want to give her a bad rap you know i don't remember her last name but i think that was why we broke up was because i wouldn't kiss her Um, that's all chicks want man (laughs) and so um you know i sat there and i bawled right and was crying And then uh, she came out later. And I mean, now this is funny as hell, but she, she comes out. So I, I'm sitting there like on this lounge chair, you know, curled up in a ball, just crying because, you know, the love of my life just dumped me. It was, it was my first breakup. Dumped me. Her parents remembered I froze on stage and they're like, no, that's Ringo. (laughs) (laughs) She came out later and, and she's like, Mitch, um, my mom says you have to go home now. <laughs> oh my God. Right through the heart. Dude. It was like, Oh, 
limping emotional dagger just plunged uh, yeah. into your heart. Oh, I had God. to get up and walk home. Oh, um, I'm sorry know. that happened to you, dude. Yeah, yeah. So that was my um my big uh first uh I would say first real relationship. Um and 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 how it ended all in sixth grade started and ended all in sixth grade wow Um, and then i think they ended up moving right after that so i mean thinking back on it now you know it it might have been that that they were getting ready to move and uh so oh yeah you know but that's what i'm gonna think now I mean, how were you the next day though after she oh. told you to leave? Where did it last for a while? Were you like in agony over it? Yeah, I um I believe so. I don't remember the details on that part anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, it was um you know, I I I, re- I remember the pain and stuff and it's interesting how you know, that was all the way back in sixth grade. So what are you like 10, 11 years old, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But I know that um, like the next girlfriend after that, I, I know that that the next person was not going to break up with me because I wouldn't kiss. That's all I got out of that. Oh, uh, OK. So you learned your lesson. <laughs> yeah, I learned my lesson. You got to kiss them. Duties and all. <laughs> So that was my uh, my 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 loves and heartbreaks from elementary school, at least as far as I can remember. But um, yeah, that was uh, Michelle. You broke my heart. You crushed me, and then you sent me home. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe she didn't like your show. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's <laughs> I, you know, I don't mean I that. saw you guys performing up there and you were a little off key. And I did when you were holding like that your fish. costume, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Theater yeah. for you, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the bass player or the drummer. Oh, You're yeah. You're the Ringo. <laughs> they I'm wanted, sorry, that's they wanted McCartney and Lennon and I was Ringo. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, now let's not beat yourself up over this. <laughs> well, I'm glad you survived that. And I'm, yep, <laughs> I got kids and everything. Yeah, <laughs> you got kids to prove it, that's for sure. Yep, yeah, you have a big family, yeah, yep, a big family, and, and you have a very successful marriage now. You guys yeah. have been together like 25 years, haven't you? 20, 20, oh, okay, yeah. Yep, twenty years, um, and uh, yeah, it's it. My wife puts up with me, and I love her for that. And you know, she's always been supportive, and you know, the strong person who you know stands behind me, you no know, matter how stupid I get. <laughs> and you know, even like with these podcasts, right? She, you know, she's a hundred percent supportive of you and I. You know, not like. We won't get into that story, but not like some of my past wives, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, your wife is she's she's a sweetheart. She's yeah. been um, very, very kind to me, too. And actually, so of your kids, all your that your kids all turned out great. You know, they didn't have uh, some of the disastrous things, although, 
you know, they had some adventures. They, they just, uh, maybe there's probably adventures. They're going to do their own podcast and I'm going to find out all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the movie for the episode is what, Mike? It is the new Spider-Man movie, which I, I forgot the title of. It's. <laughs> Do you I know remember me the too. That's why I was. That's why I was asking you. I couldn't remember. It's. I think it's, it's Spider-Man something. What the uh, I think it's No Way Home. It's the new Spider-Man. Just came out. Well, not too long ago, anyway. And uh, we both saw it this last weekend. And uh, why don't you start off with uh, your take on it, Mike? Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, I I can feel sort of um, the, I don't know, there, there's sort of a lag in all these superhero movies. It's um, people have described it as just being kind of like superhero overload. I was very much a, a comic book kid. And I always dreamed of the day that there would be like a good Spider-Man movie and a, a, a good Superman movie. So at first, when all these superhero movies got started, I was very excited about them. Um, and I was really happy to see, you know, Spider-Man with a budget and special effects. It's like a long history with Spider-Man. Um, and and uh, I guess I've seen all the films, that, but I had problems with it because they 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 told the story differently like spider-man was in a battle suit that was given to him by tony stark and like spider-man's got like these spider legs uh, that are like ai robotic spider legs that come out of his battle suit. yeah he was pretty teched out which i agree with you on that i i didn't feel like spider-man to me it yeah it didn't and i also thought that um they played it pretty goofy like it was sort of like a, a Hollywood version of what they think maybe teenagers would act like, which is like not because Spider-Man's supposed to be a teenager. Like he, he, right. he, he's supposed to be 16 years old when it all gets started. Um, but Spider-Man was not like a goofball and he didn't have a lot of friends. Um, like for me, Spider-Man was always like this lonely guy um, standing in the rain or um, in his room, you know, living with Aunt May, who was not like a sexy Aunt May like they've had now in, in the new Spider-Man movies. She was like an old woman and he was just alone. And so this is the spoiler alert again. Spoiler alert. Um, I thought the ending of this Spider-Man uh, was was very powerful and it put Spider-Man where he was supposed to have been the whole time in in my mind um instead of being like all teched out and goofing around with like all of his friends um and not really being the the superhero with problems um at the ending of this movie he's returned to like i guess what you would call sort of the original concept of spider-man um, having said that, there was a lot along the way where I, I was kind of bored and, and I, I made it through. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's like a burnout or some kind of lag in it um, that was a little discouraging. But then I, I, I thought the ending was great. So what, what do you think? So I am um, disappointed um, and um, 
I kind of felt the, um, you know, like you said, spoil alert because it is a new movie. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the whole idea of strange conjuring um, this spell that causes all this havoc. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they get to the end of the show and their solution is, why don't you just conjure another spell and get rid of everything? And it's right. like, really? <laughs> I had to sit here for two hours for you dumb shits to figure that out. That's, <laughs> that you know what I mean. I mean, so that was my irritation. But I, I liked the end. I you know it was kind of again maybe it's just me, but it was somewhat predictable, right? Um, I mean, I enjoyed that fight sequence on the Statue of Liberty, you know, and yeah. and and all of that. I just wish they would have like you know, they weren't smart enough to use their spider senses to work as a team. I mean, that again, that's what I'm saying. It was like, like you had to, you know, you're supposed to be smarter than that. Right. I mean, you shouldn't have to tell strange to when the world's falling apart to just cast a new spell and make everyone forget. Right. I mean, it, it, it's just, I don't know, some things like that could have been edited out. And I, I myself would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, Um, I agree. Cause to me, that's common sense. Right. I mean, it's like, right? They drug on so long yeah. that I was able to get up, go to the bathroom, and come back, and I still didn't miss the end of it. Yeah, you know, it was, it was like I was, I was expecting to come in and and see the credits, and it was like it's still going on. You know, it took them that long to wipe out the memories. Yeah, you know, what did they? You know, the only, the only thing I missed was the special effects of strange. After the Peter Parker from the original one got the knife in the back mm-hmm. and fell down, that's when I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So when I came back, um, he was rehearsing the lines that he was going to go uh, talk to MJ. So it was like, I, you know, the movie was still going on and there wasn't even credits. Um, so all I missed was Strange casting his spell and making everyone forget. Right. You know, and which I thought was was just stupid. I mean, (laughs) I mean, they could have done that in the first five minutes of when everything happened. Yeah. Right. You know, they could have just if they could do it, then they could have done it in the first five minutes. So I just don't think that that was a good solution. I wish they would have been more creative. I'm just a consumer. But (laughs) um you know, that was disappointing to me. But overall, I, I enjoyed the show. And I know that's the critics that are going to get back on us about this. And, you know, people are welcome to give us their feedback. You know, they can always send us um, recordings through Spotify. They can, you know, click on the link and send us stuff and we'll gladly pay, play uh, your opinions and stuff back. But, you know, I know that that Strange said that in the uh you know thing that you know it's so out of control that i just have to wipe everybody so that 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 was oh did there. he say that yeah he said that right before i went pee <laughs> <laughs> okay so there was like a little explanation for that yeah for the millions of dollars they paid for everything you know i i, I hopefully they got a discount on some of the writing <laughs> well let's Let's sum this up then. So um, you got to go first. How, how uh, many? How many okay. flushes do you give it? All right. So you know, 
for me, um, and this is much to the dismay of my daughter, who does not agree with my uh, flushes on this one, but I'm I'm gonna give it three flushes. Um, I I I think they could have done better, but I did enjoy it. I didn't feel like I gave up on the money. I just, you know, I think my standards are a little bit too high, maybe. So yeah, I'm gonna you know three flushes are kind of in the middle. I don't feel like I wasted the money. I just felt like it could have been e- better, you know, yeah. easily. You yeah. know, I just feel like they didn't put enough effort in it. Yeah. That's all. Um, for, that was exactly what I was going to give it. I give it three fleshes as well. And really the only thing that made me happy in the movie was that it returned him to his original state as the Spider-Man that we know from the comic books and the animation. So I, I was, and I did think that was a dramatic ending, the way that he is returned. So yeah, I, I liked that part of the ending. Yeah. Uh, the ending. I just, you know, the whole battle, the great battle and all that. I mean, because the guy couldn't, you know, uh, what's his name, just sat in his dungeon and done that originally. Yeah. That's all. Right. So. Three so flushes. We agree. For, it's, yeah. Three flushes. Three flushes it is. <laughs> So let's hear about your uh, adventures, Mike, and your loves in um, elementary school. Um, like, do you have to do it by school you were kicked out of, or do you just have to they like carry over? <laughs> I was downplaying that. I wasn't going to bring that stuff. Oh, up, oops. <laughs> I, yeah, I, w- I was. I was kicked out of a few elementary schools. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, did your girlfriends come with you or did you like get a new girl at each school? I, well, I had a, I had an interesting experience. I got, and I got sent to a um, private school, but basically in the third grade, I was not doing very well in school because I spent all my time drawing uh, comic books <laughs> and because uh, I've always been drawing since since I was a kid. And so yeah, you drew our logo and stuff. So, yeah, like, here you go, dude. Oh yeah, my, man, I've actually awesome. kind of fallen away from art, but I, 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 need, I need to get back to it, I think. But um, so my parents, uh, my mom was a school teacher and they were concerned because I, I like I said, I just drew comic books. I didn't do any of my work in the third grade. So they put me in a private school, which was um, a, a challenging place uh, that that would sort of put you ahead academically. And um, so the first year that I was there, I had this horrible experience because there were only 100 kids at the school and I was and they'd all been there since kindergarten. So they'd already they had clicked off, you know, like they had had their groups. They had like the popular kids. They had like the nerds and like everybody. And they'd all been together since kindergarten. And so I'm the new guy coming to the school. And uh, I was just a total outcast there um, in the fourth grade. And uh, so I, I, I dreaded going back there that summer. Like I, I, I begged my parents, please don't send me back to that school. You know, I, I just it, it's it's not right for me. Let me go back to the school where I was just drawing comic books all the time. You know, I, I don't want to be there. 
And uh, <laughs> it's cool where I was drawing comic books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to learn anything. Just send I'll, me back I'll to the art time. School. I'll work this time. Just let me go back there. <laughs> but, um, but they made me go back. And so my reaction to being back there, having been an outcast, was to totally act out. Like, I, I'm, not a, I'm not proud of this at all. But I, I basically kind of turned into a bully and I, I was always like pulling pranks and it this was with teachers and students and I, I was always you know um, causing trouble and I, I had this but it this the maybe sad thing I, I don't want this to be like a, a total sad commentary on on the nature of humanity or society but the minute that I started acting like a jerk all the time, I became incredibly popular at that school. <laughs> and uh, there, like there were a couple of guys who were bullies there. And the minute that I was acting out, um, they became like the members in my gang. Yeah. I, you, know, I, you had your own mafia. I, I was did. in a, I was in a it, Christian it, rock band and you had a mafia. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I will say, and I'll skip some of the details on it, but I will say that there was a beautiful girl at that school um, named Samantha. And um, I won't give her last name, but um, she was a, a gorgeous, she was like amazing, but she didn't want anything to do with me when I was in the fourth grade and I was an outcast. But the minute I had my mafia, she went out with me. And she was like, a, you know, for a for a fifth grader, she was like supermodel fifth grader. And uh, I was very, very, very um, proud to to be going out with her. And uh, but I maybe that never would have happened if I hadn't turned into um, kind of a bully. Um, but, and so like we went to Disneyland together. We went with her wow. family. Um, so that was the fifth grade. But I, I acted out so much that um, I did get expelled from that school um, <laughs> in, the, in the fifth grade. I just so, I did too many things. What happened to Samantha? I don't know. It's really weird. I don't remember why that ended it might be because i got kicked out and they sent me to a, a different school for the sixth grade um there were actually i uh when i was in kindergarten um i i had like two girlfriends but when <laughs> and then like when i was in the second grade we moved away from there and i was really bummed because i, I had those two girls that i was running around with and I was really bummed uh, to move um, away from that. And when we when we first arrived, um, my dad was um, studying to get his PhD in psychobiology over at the university. And uh, it was a, and we lived in an apartment complex um, briefly while my parents were trying to find a house. And it was a very interesting apartment complex because it was all visiting professors. Like everybody there was a professor over at the university. So like my best friend at the time um, was this Hispanic kid named Rafael. And we used to hang out all the time, but he couldn't speak any English at all. And, <laughs> and, and I couldn't speak Spanish, but it just goes to show like the limitations of verbal communication because 
we hung out every single day and neither of us had any idea what the other guy was saying. Um, <laughs> That's probably the best relationship ever, right? You both could <laughs> do and say whatever you wanted and everything was good. Yeah, like I, I couldn't irritate him because he had no idea what I was saying and, and vice versa. Um, I rent. I remember running around together though. Like he also liked Star Trek, and I remember running around like playing Star Trek and things like that. Um, but there was also like a British professor there, and he he had a daughter um, named uh, Julia. And um, hey, I have a daughter named Julia. I know, and I was very confused by it. But I remember like experimenting together and and a few kisses here and there, but. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I decided to build an airplane in my room and my plan was to like fly it out the window. <laughs> and and so like I, I dragged a, a furniture box up that a couch had been boxed up and it was all made out of cardboard. And I constructed like an entire airplane in the room. And, uh, and, and then I told, she was like, well, what do you, going to do with this airplane i was like i'm going to fly it i'm going to fly it out the window and cruise all around and uh, remember i'm only in the second grade i'm like seven years old and for some reason a fight erupted over it and uh and i yelled at her and uh after that she never spoke to me again <laughs> like she she left the apartment you wouldn't she... let her fly your plane and she broke up with you yeah, well, I, I don't know if it was that. To tell you the truth, I don't remember what the fight was over exactly. I remember she was asking me about the plane. And then I remember I got very angry with her. And uh, maybe she might have said, like, you know, this is a cardboard box. It's not going to work or something like that. I, I, <laughs> I crushed I your dream. Yeah. Well, but, that's yeah. not wife material, right? She should support your dream, not crush it. That's right. A wife is supposed to support you no matter what idiotic thing you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, podcast and all. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. You have a wife with a heart of gold, dude. Yeah, but, you're lucky on that. Yeah, I'm very happy for you and very happy to know your whole family. Um, but so, yeah, but she was hardcore. Like when when after I yelled at her, she never spoke to me again. I'd see her around at school. I'd try to talk to her and stuff, and she just wouldn't have anything to do with me. Um, and then in, in the sixth grade, uh, I, I, I started to get some action, which was, <laughs> which, which was all, like, very silly. But there was a girl that I had a crush on uh, named Charlotte, and I won't go into the reason why, but for completely stupid reasons um i broke up with her which is crazy and i've i've regretted it to this day a few times you and i saw her when we were in high school and um oh i remember her yeah i'm trying not to give last names here yeah because well yeah because you would you know you would say this you were like yeah we we went out in elementary yeah it, yeah in the sixth grade charlotte and I was all and like, she got even hotter in in high school. Like she used to dress very seductively in high school. Yeah. Um, but I, but there too, like she would be friendly with me if I saw her on the playground. But I might have been totally wrong about I mean, not the playground um, in, in high school. It's different. But um, I, I think she was hurt by that, really hurt by that. And it was such a dumb reason. I, I'm not even going to go into it. But I regretted that. I totally regretted that. Um, and then I don't know, maybe it's turnabout being fair play, but 
the other girlfriend that I had in the sixth grade was this girl named Michelle. And we did all the same things that you mentioned earlier. I guess roller rinks and, and roller skating were like a big deal at the time. I, I never got good at, at any of it, like roller skating and things like that. But I remember going to a, a roller rink with Michelle and and holding hands and skating together. And I remember being on the playground and like holding hands with each other. And then uh, for some reason we broke up and I, I don't quite remember why, but later on she really hurt me when we were in high school because I saw her there and I was like, hey, Michelle, remember we used to go out in the sixth grade? And she was like, that's not true. That's not true. We never went out. And she went into this whole denial thing where she she would not admit that. And we, we went out for like several months when I was in the sixth grade. But in high school, she didn't want to admit to that. Oh, yeah. And then she told me to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Two Men with the Mic was recorded live in front of Clothes on a Hanger at Clothes on a Hanger Studios, California. You can reach out to them on Instagram at the number two Men with a Mic 